Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Shot in 4K ultra high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News. Coverage you can count on. First at 4.30, breaking news from overnight. A fire forces several people out of their homes. What we know about the flames that ripped through an apartment complex. The 79th annual Raleigh Christmas Parade is just over a month away. Just ahead, how the father of an 11-year-old girl who was killed at last year's parade is now speaking out. And some changes in our weather. We're going to see some moisture down to the south moving in. I'll show you what time the rain arrives and how long it sticks around. And PNC Arena is going to be jam-packed tonight with the Hurricanes season opener. Just ahead, I'll explain everything you need to know about tonight's game. So exciting. Can't believe it's hockey season already. Good morning, everyone. It is 4.30. We have the news to start your Wednesday. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff Hogan. And before we put your Wednesday on ice, we're going to have to talk about a little bit of precipitation coming down here. Elizabeth Gardner has it in her sights on that radar. Yeah, let's take another look here. This is a big picture. We have some tropical-type moisture that's way down to our south. So the bulk of the day today is going to be dry. You can see a little bit of cloud cover across our area right now as our front finally moves on through. This is a a separate system that will start to lift northward to bring us some rain this evening, overnight tonight, and early tomorrow morning. We'll walk through it with Futurecast. Again, a little bit of cloud cover to start things off this morning. Those clouds will increase as we head through the day. There's noon, and by 5 o'clock, by the evening commute, there could be a little bit of light, patchy rain from the Triangle area southward. Overnight, that rain continues to lift northward. We won't see as much of it up around Roxborough and South Hill, but from Durham southward, we'll likely see some showers tomorrow morning, but then it looks like it's out of here by the time the the gates of the state fair open tomorrow. And so that's good news for fair goers. Right now we're seeing very, very cloudy skies, 60 degrees. So we continue to see our temperatures warming up, partly cloudy skies. So the tower is lit there in purple. Our temperature 57 in Southern Pines, 60 in Durham and Raleigh, but a chilly 46 up in Roxborough. So a wide range in our temperatures, but definitely warmer than yesterday. We'll see temperatures at around 70 at lunchtime and in the mid 70s this afternoon. We're going to talk a little bit more about that developing low and its track as we get uh, coming up in just a few minutes. With breaking news, we're following this morning. A fire at an apartment complex in Fayetteville has displaced several people. Firefighters were called to the Summit Apartments on North Street around 1130 last night. When they got there, they found a two-story apartment building on fire with flames shooting out the roof. Now, they were able to get those people out of that building. No one was injured, and the fire is now under control. The American Red Cross will be helping those who lost their homes in the fire. More breaking news in Raleigh. One person is in the hospital after a head-on collision that shut down lanes on I-540 for more than an hour overnight. Brett Neese drove the WRO breaking news tracker to the scene. 
This head-on crash happened between Lumley Road and Aviation Parkway on the westbound side of I-540. Take a look at all the damage to one of the cars involved in this crash. This is a new video from the WREL Breaking News Tracker. Please tell me somebody was driving the wrong way on I-540 West when this crash happened just after three this morning. The driver of the car traveling the right way had to go to the hospital, but is expected to recover. Police say alcohol is likely a factor, but they are working to confirm that. They say this is still an ongoing investigation. Tow trucks showed up just before 4.30 this morning to remove these cars and reopen all westbound lanes of 540. In Raleigh, Brittany, WRL News. This morning, strong words from the father of the girl who was killed during Raleigh's Christmas parade last year. He's calling out the mayor for initially canceling the parade, claiming it was out of respect for his family. WRL's Kelsey Coffey joins us live now from Raleigh. Kelsey Haley's father, Trey Brooks, made it clear he and his wife never wanted the parade canceled, nor did anyone from the city even ask them if that was their wish. Renee, good morning. Haley's dad said that he was hurt and offended by how all of this played out. And it's quiet here this morning on Fayetteville Street, but in just over a month, this place will be packed with hundreds of people for the city's 79th annual Christmas parade that was almost canceled. But last year, 11-year-old Haley Brooks was killed after she was struck by an out-of-control pickup truck when she was dancing in the parade. Her dad, Trey Brooks, spoke to city council leaders last night saying that uh, rather calling out the mayor for initially canceling this year's parade. Now, the mayor did release a statement saying that they were canceling the parade out of respect for Haley and her family. But Brooks claims that the city didn't contact the family about their decision. And then after the meeting, uh, when he spoke, the mayor said that she was sorry for his loss and thanked him for having the courage to speak. Now, a few days after the parade was initially canceled, the city did say that they would bring it back on. It's just going to be a little bit different. No floats and no vehicles. And the parade is scheduled uh, for November 18th. Kelsey Coffey, WRL News, live in Raleigh. Right now to the war in Israel. Overnight, Israeli warplanes hit neighborhoods in Gaza as retaliation for the weekend attacks by Hamas militants. This is a live look right now. And this morning, we have learned American Airlines is suspending all flights to Israel through December 4th. The U.N. is reporting at least four relief workers have been killed in airstrikes and at least 14 of their buildings in Gaza have been damaged. The death toll on both sides has soared to over 1,500, with at least 11 Americans among the dead. More than 2,600 have been injured. The first plane carrying U.S. weapons landed in Israel as well. Today, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken will meet will travel to Israel to meet with leaders there. The State Department says Blinken will share a message of support and solidarity and will listen to Israeli leaders about the ongoing battle. The department also says Secretary Blinken will discuss measures to improve Israel's security. House Republicans will vote today to choose the next speaker. There's a proposed rule change that would ensure a candidate has enough support to take the gavel before a floor vote. That's after it took 15 rounds to elect previous Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Two men are vying for the Speaker job as a government shutdown nears. Representative Jim Jordan proposes a long-term funding bill with spending cuts. While House Majority Leader Steve Scalise says he wants to get Senate Democrats to negotiate, it's unclear if either candidate has enough support to get elected. 
This morning, we will get new insight into the state of our economy and how much we're spending on the items we buy. This month's producer price index report will be released at 8.30 this morning. Economists expect the PPI report will show an increase. This afternoon, minutes from the Federal Reserve's latest meeting are due out, and they will give us a better understanding into the bank's rate hiking cycle after it skipped an interest rate increase last month. Tomorrow morning, the CPI, Consumer Price Index, will be out. Hockey fans, it is time to pull out that red, black, and white sweater again. It is Canes time. They're back in action tonight. WRS Laura Levine joins us live from outside PNC Arena, where the team will host its season opener tonight. You've got the colors taken care of there, Laura. Yeah, you know I had to show up correct this morning. Good morning, Jeff. Yes, PNC Arena is expected to be jam-packed tonight with a lot of energy, a lot of excitement. The Carolina Hurricanes will face the Ottawa Senators. And last year's run ended in the Eastern Conference Final against Florida. So there is a lot of excitement for the start of this season with all eyes, of course, on the Stanley Cup. Hurricanes reached the playoffs for the fifth consecutive year with the last three coming as a division champion. Taking a look at players to watch this year, Andrei Sheknevov will begin the season on injured reserve as he continues to work his way back from the ACL injury he suffered in March. And Jordan Martinuk made his way to Raleigh at the beginning of this current playoff run for the Carolina Hurricanes. His first season, the Canes were swept by the Bruins when they weren't even expected to be there. But now, at the beginning of this season, the Canes are favored to finish the season at the Stanley Cup champions. Now, Martinuk says he is thrilled to start the journey to the cup because of the Kaniacs. They show up every night, I feel like now, and um, home opener, playoffs, they, it feels like it's always a little extra. So um, they're going to be out in full force tomorrow, and uh, love to see them, love to hear them. It sucks. Every the start of the year, we get, we get a taste of it for one game, and then they ship us on the road. But um, then when they're excited for us to come back. All right, so the puck drops at 7 o'clock tonight. You can expect full coverage from WRL Sports this afternoon and, of course, this evening. Laura Levine, WRL News. We're live in Raleigh. All right, thanks, Laura. That live team coverage on WRL before and after the game. Puck drops 7 p.m. You can see it is Chris Lee, Casey Hintz, Pat Welter, and Aaron Thomas out there for us. We expect top leaders with the DMV to answer questions from state lawmakers today. A House committee has asked Commissioner Wayne Goodwin and Deputy Commissioner Portia Manley to testify this morning at 9. They plan to ask about the new driver's license renewal period. The new state budget allows North Carolina IDs to last 16 years instead of just eight. Legislators say the commissioner asked for that change, but now he no longer supports it, saying it conflicts with federal rules for the real ID. The committee is also investigating the process behind the DMV's decision to award a contract for printing driver's licenses. It is Wednesday and the Powerball has grown again tonight. The second largest jackpot in the game's history is up for grabs. It is $1.72 million as of right, billion I should say, uh, as of right now. No one has been able to match all those numbers for more than 11 weeks now. So if you get lucky enough with those numbers, you could take home cash prize $760 million. So tune in tonight to watch the live drawing right here on WRAL. A father of four makes a bold statement regarding his children's school dress code policy.
all new and next. He explains why he stripped down to that crop top and short shorts because of the controversial decision. Plus how a 14-year-old is being remembered after he was killed in a tragic ATV crash. And good morning, Clinton. You're taking a live look there. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRS Severe Weather Center tracking another cool and cloudy morning. From the WRAL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists. It is 444 on this nice quiet morning. We take a live look at Wilson. It's warmer than yesterday. 60 degrees in Wilson, 60 in Durham, and 60 in Fayetteville. We're seeing partly cloudy skies. We're going to see some rain that moves in late today and lingers into early tomorrow morning. So it's going to be a bit of a wet night, especially from the Triangle area southward. We'll walk through that with Futurecast coming up in just a few minutes. It's not likely to rain until we get to maybe past the evening commute, so you don't necessarily need to grab your umbrella as you're heading out the door. Our temperatures mild in the mid-50s. I mean, you know, still, you know, because a little on the cool side, but com not compared to what we've seen already this week. Expect temperatures in the mid-50s to around 60 this morning, and we'll see a high of 74 this afternoon under mostly cloudy skies. As that rain approaches, I'll show you how much we could see coming up. A Person County family is mourning the loss of a 14-year-old killed in an ATV accident. Logan Witt was hit while riding his four-wheeler on Gillis Road in Roxborough. Investigators say he crossed the center line and ran into another driver. Witt wasn't wearing a helmet. The Person High School community where he was a freshman set up a donation table inside the school's gym during last night's volleyball game. Friends of Logan wanted to make the game day about a good cause. And they wanted to do something for our final last home game, which is tonight for senior night, and they thought it was important. Person County Sheriff presented $650 in donations to Witt's family at that game. The surrounding community also contributed more than $10,000 to a GoFundMe to help the family with unexpected expenses, surpassing the $8,000 goal. At this time, investigators have not announced any charges against the driver accused of hitting Logan. The town of Cary is mourning the death of former mayor Coca Booth. Booth was 91. He served the town for decades and saw Cary boom from a sleepy suburb to one of North Carolina's most populous towns. Cary's signature Coca Booth Amphitheater is named after him. Governor Roy Cooper filed a lawsuit against Republican state lawmakers. The suit focuses on a new law that takes away the governor's power to appoint people to dozens of state boards and commissions. Cooper says it's, quote, blatantly unconstitutional legislative power grab. Cooper vetoed the bill and lawmakers overrode that veto yesterday, making it law. State legislative leaders have not issued any comments since the lawsuit was filed. That bill was one of five vetoes that lawmakers voted to override and at least three lawsuits have been filed since then. One filed by voters' rights activists claims the bill that made multiple changes to elections laws will suppress votes. More debris has been recovered from the Titan submersible. The U.S. Coast Guard says it includes what's believed to be human remains, along with more wreckage. The evidence was taken to a U.S. port and analyzed as part of the ongoing investigation. The submersible imploded during a tour of the Titanic back in June. All five passengers on board were killed. One dad made a bold statement by stripping down to a crop top and short shorts to make a point about school dress code changes. Ira Latham is a father of four and the school district in his kids attend is in Arizona looking to update the policy and board members 
They are split on the issue, some advocating for looser dress code policies, allowing for exposed midriff and spaghetti straps and halter tops. Others want a more modest dress code. After speaking out at a prior meeting, Latham opted for a new strategy by dressing in that looser dress code. The dress code that they wanted to get to is just basically a dress code for a public pool. Make sure that kids cover their underwear and that's about it. And despite the demonstration, the board approved the new more lenient policies. One member of the school board suggested if this new policy poses problems, they can always explore changing it again. Orange County school leaders are asking for the community's input in the process of finding their next superintendent. People can weigh in with this new survey on the Orange County Schools website. Another survey will be available for staff. The surveys must be completed by October 23rd, and the results will be presented at the board's November 6th meeting. The school board also hired a group to help in the superintendent search. When you do make it to PNC Arena for the Canes new season, you'll notice some new food items on the menu. PNC is not messing around, serving up three new local options. The Barbecue Lab, Gonza Tacos y Tequila, and the Optimus Coffee House are ready to help fuel you for every game. You now have more than 12 food and drink options. A self-serve candy station is also in the works. Love, 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 Jeff. I wonder if all those uh, long overtime games last year, remember how they went well into the night? Yes. They need the coffee shop, right? <laughs> so they brought it in. Elizabeth Gardner is over in the WRS Severe Weather Center right now. We brought in some clouds as well today. Yeah, a little bit of cloud cover. We've got a little bit of a change in the pattern. We have some tropical moisture that's developing in the Gulf that is going to push northward as we get into this evening and overnight tonight. It's mainly going to be an overnight event for us. We're going to see some of that, again, like I said, late this evening into early tomorrow morning, but it'll mostly be a, a nighttime event. Let's walk through Futurecast for you. We'll kick things off this morning. Some high, thin cloud cover. We may see a few passing clouds to start with. Futurecast showing things pretty clear. Uh, some high, thin clouds at lunchtime and then by the evening commute we begin to see some light showers working their way in from Raleigh southward. If you're up around Roxborough or, or South Hill you may not see much of this moisture at all but around nine o'clock you can see more waves pushing in and we'll see some scattered showers early in the morning. You can see again some rain there at around 8 a.m. After that it starts to pull away and by the time we get to noon we start to clear out and that's great news for folks who are headed for the state fair tomorrow. For Canes fans uh, I love all those new offerings they have. We're going to see an increasing chance of showers. Now, the rain will likely be fairly light. By 10 o'clock, as folks are heading out of the game tonight, there will likely be a few showers. So if you're parked a long way away, you might wish that you had your umbrella. But during the evening, it's probably not going to be too bad. If you were planning to tailgate, you know, 4, 5, 6 o'clock, it's probably going to be on the drier side at that point with maybe just a light sprinkle. Our fair forecast for Thursday after the system moves out is good. Uh, we're looking at skies gradually clearing through the afternoon, a high temperature of 70 degrees, so you shouldn't have to take along your raincoat for Thursday for tomorrow. We take a live look at what's happening outside right now. 60 degrees, definitely warmer than it was this time yesterday. A little more moisture in the atmosphere as the system gets closer to us at 52. It's a cool 46 in Roxborough. It's 52 in South Hill and then 60 in Durham, Raleigh and Fayetteville, 58 in Goldsboro, 57 Southern Pines. So these temperatures in some places are about 5 to 10 degrees warmer than
than what we saw yesterday. Around town, 74 today in Raleigh, 73 in Durham, 77 in Fayetteville. Our normal high is 75. We're still looking at 70s through Saturday. And then we start to see our temperatures drop a little bit. It'll stay warm until a front comes through Saturday, and that's going to deliver some chill to the area. And that chill may stick around for a while. It looks like all the way into next weekend. We have a good chance of below normal temperatures once we see Saturday's front coming through. Now, we'll likely have some rain on Saturday, and of course, that could affect your weekend plans. I'll walk you through that with FutureCast. Coming up. Thanks, Elizabeth. Trick-or-treat troubles are haunting a couple of parents this morning. We have all new and next why they are getting backlash for their daughter's Halloween candy tradition. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.